Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning. Well, it may not be by the time you're listening to this, actually. But uh, (laughs) great to have you with us. Uh, Welcome to the program. Hey, I got some fun facts. You want some fun facts? Sure. So after today, Pat, (coughs) Mm -hmm. we've only got 26 days until Halloween. Wow. We have 60 (laughs) days until Thanksgiving. 81 days until Christmas. Wow. Okay. And a mere 838 days until the end of Joe Biden's term as president. Thanks for those stats, Keith. Um, You've just contributed (sighs) to our depression this morning. Already. What? Already. We're barely, we're not even a minute into the broadcast. My bad. 800, how many? 838. (sighs) Well, at least there, you know, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. I hope. And we do have midterms uh, coming up very shortly. How long is it to the election? You didn't even count those days, but it's... Uh, 35. 35? Yeah, somebody... Yeah, 35 days to right? the election. Is that right? Somebody I don't know. Me. It's really close. Yeah. Seven, Something like that, because it's the 8th. We're on the 4th. Yeah, 38 minus... Mm. Oh, oh, wow, wow. No, mm. 34. Mm. After, if you do after today. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know what the deal is, but I thought I'd share it with you so so that because uh, you know misery loves company, and uh, for the last maybe week, every morning when I wake up, and then all day long, I have the song "Rome" by the B-52s in my head. <laughs> Why? Nice. Why? There's worse songs. <laughs> Not very many. What? Oh, I hate that. Song. Oh, really? Yeah. You like the B-52s? I do. I don't Did you necessarily like Love Shack? want the... Oh, pff, one of the greatest songs of Dead all time. Dead Roof! Yeah. Rested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got me a Chrysler. It's as big as a whale. And it's about, <laughs> about to set, set sail. Woo! Yeah, I do like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you do like Rome. But, yeah, but I wouldn't want Rome in my no, head. I don't want it in my head. or whatever it has been. Sucks. Man, dude. So now hopefully... Rome, if you want to. You just gave it to now everyone. You get, I just gave it to everybody. And you're welcome. This <laughs> gift from me to you. Well, we'll need an update this time tomorrow <laughs> to see if it has been successfully Expunged. excavated from yeah. your brain uh, and given to everyone else. kind of what I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, wow, we've got a great president, as everybody knows. Mm. And mm. Uh, oftentimes, the <laughs> show begins with... <laughs> Something he has said. That's what he does. That's what he does. He's a giver. Yeah, he is. Uh, and so are we, as I just mentioned. <laughs> so uh, he was, was he with Puerto Rican? People? Yeah, he was, was he, he was in Puerto Rico. He uh, was in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. I they, missed the fact that he was going there. Yeah, they had Hurricane hmm. Fiona roll through. All right. And so he went down there to to talk to them. And, wow. Because he's a comforter. Oh, and a uniter. He, his presence you know, is just... He's a uniter. When he comes to town, you're like, oh, there's my president. I feel so much better about things. I'm sure everything's fine now in Puerto Rico. Yeah, he fixed it. Uh, so here's what he said yesterday. And so I uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican uh, community at home what? politically. And so we, and we mm-hmm. came here for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, both for business and pleasure since... You're part of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals and Delaware as well. Weird I connection, was isn't it? Judiciary Committee. I spent <laughs> a lot of time in the northern part of the state. Okay. Weird. That is some weird stuff. First of all, the 
Puerto Rican population in Delaware while he was growing up, while he was being raised, was 0.39%. 0.39%. Oh, dude. 39 hundredths of 1%. But, uh, wow. His lies are getting worse Oh, and my worse, gosh. Man. But, you know, in Delaware, you must have thought you were in San Juan when you went through the state back in those days because so many Puerto Ricans. You know, we've seen politicians pander before, but his pandering is next level stuff. Mm. Mm. Remember in Idaho, he claimed Boise Cascade offered him a lumberjack job? Yeah. They didn't. Oh. Yeah, they went through their records. They no Nobody knew anything about that. (laughs) With uh, Jewish leaders, he remembered... Spending time at and going to Pittsburgh's Tree of Life Synagogue in 2018. Uh, He didn't. Mm. He didn't. But I'm sure, here's the thing. I'm sure the synagogue was just top of mind for him. And that's where that came from. You know, things come out of his mouth when they're top of mind. And that's probably what happened there. In January of this year, Biden told students at a historically black college in Atlanta that he was arrested multiple times while protesting in favor of civil rights. He wasn't. (laughs) I remember the Annapolis thing at at the Navy Academy. The Naval Academy, he said he was appointed to the military school in 1965 by Senator J. Caleb Bogg. Uh, That didn't happen. Hmm. (laughs) And let's not forget the tale he's told over and over and over again about Angelo and Amtrak, <laughs> which couldn't have happened since Ange was either retired or dead during the time periods he talks about all the time. So just the sheer pandering. He's always got to get some kind of weird. And I, I love the beginning connection there. Um, So you're in the third district court of appeals. <laughs> Isn't that an icebreaker whenever you're at a party or whatever? Yeah, it is. You're like, oh, yeah, you're from... uh, What uh, uh, district court of appeals are you represented by? Uh, You you know it's... Is it like the fifth? Because that's that's the one that I... Okay. uh, That represents me. No, it's... No? uh, Ah, shit. uh, niner? Well, we got nothing in common. Oh. <laughs> we got oh. nothing in common. Is that how you get... I didn't want to know you now. Joe Biden away from your table? <laughs> don't know yes. what district court no, you're I, in? No, sorry, I don't... I, I don't even know. Well, you you know what, though? Hold on. This actually needs to be fact-checked. Uh-huh. Let's find out if Puerto Rico is actually in the third district. Court of Appeals or whatever the Okay. Mm-hmm. That might be interesting. It is not. You gotta be kidding! I'm, I'm looking at a map right here. <coughs> you, you tell me. Got to be kidding! You you tell me what I'm missing here. Puerto Rico is blue on this map. You see that? Yeah, yeah. Blue is Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Okay, Delaware. <laughs> Delaware's clear down there in the mid mid Atlantic. Yeah, Delaware's in the third district, but uh. that's New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Look at that. Puerto Rico is blue, which I would assume it's in the first <laughs> district, right? Hold on. Puerto Rico. If that's true and nobody fact checks him, it just shows how pathetic uh, a media we have. Jeez. I... Uh, play it again, uh, Sam, if you would. Uh, let's... So I uh, 
Yeah. I uh, was I, sort of uh, raised, uh, raised in the Puerto Rican community at Were you? Yeah. Politically. Yeah. And so Politically. We, and we came here for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, both for business and pleasure, since oh. you're part of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals <laughs> and Delaware as well, and I was chairman of the Judiciary Committee. I spent you're part of a lot of time in the northern part of the state. Court of Appeals. In 1938, Puerto Rico was assigned to the First Circuit. <laughs> and this guy's That's a liar. not even correct. Oh, my gosh. I swear. <laughs> I can't with this guy. Get him the hell out now. Wow. And, you know, it goes without saying, had that been Trump, all hell would be with the mockery. Yeah. This guy doesn't even know where he is. He can't even keep track of that. He's the president. He doesn't know what district his constituents are in. Unbelievable. Jeez. That is something else. <laughs> I love that, though. I, I love that not even that right. was accurate. And isn't that sad? It, take party mm. out of it. Take Joe Biden out of it. Mm-hmm. That your first instinct on a president of the United States is to fact check every last little thing he says. Yeah. Because right. you can't believe any of it. That's right. And it turns out, mm. yep. Yeah. He's lying. Again, as always. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, just take a minute and let you know about how you can get your dog happy and healthy and acting like they're a puppy again. You just sprinkle this Rough Greens. It's a dog food supplement. You just sprinkle it on top of the dry kibble stuff that you feed your dog. A, your dog's going to love it. In almost every case, uh, every dog I know, with one exception, loves this stuff. And, of course, the exception mm. Uh, it's to my left right now. Sorry. Interesting that you're to my left. Huh. Wow. Right? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this will provide the nutrients and the antibiotics and probiotics, antioxidants, and all of that stuff that they need. Most dogs absolutely love it, but they Rough Greens doesn't want you to waste your money. If your dog isn't going to love it, they don't want you to have to you know, be put out. I don't know, whatever it costs for a full bag. So they're going to send you a f- small sample bag. Just try it out with your dog. See if your dog loves it as much as mine does. And all you have to pay for is shipping on that <clears throat> initial sample bag. So go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, or call This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Indeed. Uh, Here's something whose time has definitely come. In fact, it's long overdue, if if you ask me. Uh, A recent decision in New York City's eviction court has come down squarely in favor of recognizing legal rights for polyamorous relationships, which means polygamy. Uh, trial court judge Karen May Bakdian concluded in the <clears throat> case of West 49th Street LLC versus O'Neill, which we've been on pins and needles to hear the verdict on this one. I know you have. Mm-hmm. It's finally in. Polyamorous relationships are entitled to the same sort of legal protections extended to uh, two-person relationships. With all that we now recognize as legal and fine in our society why would you know being with more than one partner make any difference why wouldn't we embrace that as well 
and say, you can do this. I mean, I, I don't know why you want to, but whatever. Go ahead. I don't know why the women involved want to, but and this doesn't legalize it, of course. <clears throat> Just this one ruling. But, uh, you know, they're making everything legal now, and everything's normalized. So this was the next step, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what's the counter argument? <clears throat> oh, hate. You're right. <laughs> right. Mean, what, what's your basis for excluding? You can't legislate love. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can't legislate love among two people, why would three consenting adults? Why would that be any different? Just never made sense. But that's the beginning, and I'm sure they're going to try to tackle it. Although, you know, this one may be the one that society says no to. And this was a New York. Was this a state judge? Um, city judge? This is uh, an eviction court judge. Trial court. She's a trial court judge. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So in the city of New York, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bronx County. Huh. Yeah. Well, all right. So for now, it's on a, on a small level, but... Uh, yeah, very. But the case involved three men and a dispute with an apartment building company. Scott Anderson and Marquise o- Marquis O'Neill lived oh. together in a New York City apartment. Anderson held the lease, was married to another man. Okay. Oh, so this is yeah. So there we go. We got three dudes. And oh, you got polygamy. a couple of uh, huh? layers of the old onion here. Yeah, you do. You, you got to break through a couple <laughs> layers of hate if you're going to try to strike this down. Interesting. If this was a heterosexual relationship, a man and two women, I wonder if this judge would have made the same ruling. Uh, But, okay, so they got the boyfriend and the married couple all lived in, uh, actually, Anderson held the lease and was married to another man, Robert Romano, who lived at a different address. So his husband lived somewhere else. (laughs) Wait, what is happening? Weird. Uh, After Anderson died, the apartment building company argued that O'Neill didn't have a right to renew the lease because he was just Anderson's roommate. But O'Neill contends he was a non-traditional family member who should have the right to renew the lease. <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, Diane held that there needs to be a hearing to determine whether Anderson had a polyamor- polyamorous relationship with the other men. The judge referred to a previous landmark decision uh, in which... It rec- the court recognized that two persons, same-sex relationships, were entitled to re- legal uh, recognition. That was clear back in 1989. See, the problem with this wow. is why can't he just give, you know, whoever he wants access to the? Why does it have to be a marriage thing at all? Right. This is where shouldn't. This is the government tripping over itself here because As of their. Mm-hmm. Um, they shouldn't be involved in the marriage business at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet they are, but this is kind of inter- interesting ruling. We'll yeah, keep an eye on that, <laughs> see where that leads us, if it you know starts to, starts to take off at all. Uh, the press has turned the aftermath of Hurricane Ian into a, a referendum on Ron DeSantis, of course. Jeez. Any little thing they can do to try to uh, besmirch this guy, mm-hmm. to call him into question, to uh, make him seem like a an extremist kook. Yeah, and if you can make it look like DeSantis is bad at handling a hurricane, well, he certainly can't handle a nation, so he shouldn't be right. 
anywhere near the White House. And that's that's been the goal of CNN for the last five days now. So here he is battling a little bit with a CNN reporter yesterday. Yes, you can. I will say, uh, you know, they delivered the message to people. They had shelters open. Uh, you know, everybody had adequate opportunity to at least get to a shelter within the county. Um, but, you know, a lot of the residents did not um, did not want to do that. I think for probably for various reasons, some people just don't want to leave their home, period. They're island people, whatever. But I think part of it was so much attention was paid to Tampa that I think a lot of them probably thought that they wouldn't get the worst of it. So, you know, they um, yeah. but they did. And, and I think it's um, it's easy to second guess them, but they were ready for the whole time. Yeah, and, um, you can see. And made that call when when there was yeah you can stop this because this cuts off the very beginning do we not have her basically telling him hey you know why why did you set up in the wrong place is that part of this clip do we know anyone okay nobody yeah no all right well so yeah so the cnn reporter is is basically she's trying to make it out to be his fault She's trying to second guess him, mm-hmm. and she's saying that. Um, so why did you guys set up here? Because it didn't go in. Uh, you know, it went in. We're different places. He's like, well, where were you set up? Yeah, the same place. And we were just following <laughs> where you guys were. Where you guys were telling us it was going to go. That's where we went. It was wrong. And at the last minute, you know, in the last forty-eight hours is when they said, oh, look, it's actually going to get down here at Fort Myers. And so we came down here. We shifted our resources. Uh, but CNN, you know, they they can't honestly report. No, they're the worst. It's absolutely pathetic. And everything is political. Can we just help these people right now? Right. Without trying to attach political blame mm-hmm. for an upcoming election. Just help Floridians. How would that be? Uh, this The agenda is going to get people killed. Well, it's, I'm sure it already has gotten people killed. Uh, but... You know, here they are trying to restore their lives. I just read a heartbreaking statement from uh, on Fox News earlier this morning, a couple hours ago. They had a woman on who was talking about how she lost everything she had worked her entire life for. It's all gone. Oh. And she was saying, there's, uh, there's no way for me to rebuild this. How am I going to rebuild uh, my life? Just heart-wrenching. In one fell swoop, boom. Everything you know, everything you owned, all your belongings, gone. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? This game isn't working that CNN's trying to pull. I mean, the the, the residents of Florida absolutely love Ron DeSantis. And uh, do we have the clip of the guy talking about how much he loves Ron DeSantis? That's it's here because of Arcadia. It's here because of Arcadia. The gas. So y'all know who we vote for. <laughs> we know who you vote for. I don't know about the rest of you, motherfuckers. I'm voting for dissenters. <laughs> and I'm a Democrat. We got children out here. I'm sorry, man. We got children out here. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but he wants everyone to know he's a Democrat and he's voting for DeSantis. Good for him. Yeah, he, he took care of us here at Arcadia. <laughs> That's so great. I don't know about the rest of you MFers, but I vote for DeSantis, <laughs> and I'm a Democrat. I love that guy. Really good. <laughs> uh, let me tell you real quick about iTarget Pro. Uh, if there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training. Because our cities just aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection... It's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. 
Such a great system. It allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. You don't have to go to the range. You don't have to pay the fees. You don't have to buy a whole bunch of expensive ammunition or look all over the all over your area to try to even find the ammunition. And when you practice this way, it'll improve your muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and lots more. iTarget Pro. It comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with your AR-15. Save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the offer code PAT at itargetpro.com. Go there right now. Smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it's going to pay for itself in a day. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray returns. I do, and and did. Uh, Coming up in overtime today, we're going to... Tell you who one political strategist says the left will be turning to for 2024 in the run for presidency. Oh, is it Dick Gephardt's time? Finally? It's finally Richard. Just a little hint. Richard Gephardt. Yes. Wow. It. I mean, I might as well just let the cat out of the bag. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I who they're going for. Totally blew it. But who will be his vice president running mate? Hey. <laughs> we'll Man, leave that a mystery. There's a reason to tune in. <laughs> that and lots more coming up on Overtime Today. By the way, if you have not subscribed... Go to blazetv.com and slash sign Pat. up there. Slash Pat. Yeah, slash, slash Pat. Blazetv.com slash Pat, and you'll save 10% when you use that promo code Pat. And I think when you use slash Pat, it just gives you the promo That's code. It's a nice right? jacket you've got. Yeah. I Isn't it? So. Yeah. Why don't I see you in that very often? Can you wear it on the show tomorrow? That's a nice, uh, nice coat. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Why don't you do that? Yeah. Why don't I? Give us a treat. Mm-hmm. Would that be a treat for you? You clean up nice, man. <laughs> Gotta put that on more often. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we got some images from the hurricane. I mean, uh, all of this stuff is coming out now. We've had the light of day, what, three or four days since the hurricane happened. And yeah. we see the aftermath and just how much of a rebuild this is going to be. Sanibel Island. Gone. Oh, man. Just just destroyed. And then we had this uh, rooftop sign. Mm -hmm. This is kind of interesting because you get a bunch of people sitting on the roof. Yeah, responding directly to Joe Biden. Because remember, he said the best thing you could do to prepare is, you know, get vaccinated. (laughs) And you get people. Everybody on the roof. I mean, you still have a sense of humor when you're doing something like this in the midst of losing your home and your belongings. I think that's CGI. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, they didn't actually do this? No, I don't think, no. Oh, I'm disappointed. Oh, no. I didn't even think, I, I think just, CGI all the time right. or Photoshopping. Yeah, you're the first one <clears> to say it. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me, right? <laughs> That's what happens yeah. when you can only sleep till midnight. Then <laughs> you can't sleep anymore. Oh, no, what's going yeah. on? I don't know. You want to talk about it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very tired. Hope though. it gets better. I'll tell you that. But send vaccines if you're just listening to this. That's what was send on the, vaccines. Send on the roof, vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> That'll funny. save us. That's Let funny. Let me be clear. Yeah. If you're in a state where hurricanes often strike, like Florida or the Gulf Coast or right. into Texas, 
mm -hmm. a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is, is to get vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinated. Everything is more complicated sure. if you're not vaccinated in a hurricane or I a see. natural disaster hits. So you, hmm. don't, you don't want to help us, Wow, is what you're saying. Will the vaccine keep my house from being washed down the road? Well, it's more complicated. Let's put it that way. Huh. <laughs> Will the vaccine keep me from getting hungry or thirsty until help arrives and we've got something to eat or drink? Look, it's going to be more complicated. <laughs> okay. Is it? Yeah. All right. But are you being clear? That's what I want to know. Yeah. From here to the third district. I'm being clear. <laughs> Boy, he sucks. Well, he's he's only the worst president of all time. I tell you, man, I'm right there. And not it's getting joke. worse. No, that's not a joke. I really mean it. <laughs> the worst president of all time. Yeah. Uh, but another stupid <sighs> liberal idea in New York was to have people uh, bring in their 3D guns and or just bring in just bring just gun bring them down and we'll buy it back. we'll buy it back. For yeah. Them. So gun buyback <clears throat> was the name of the thing. It was right. They didn't say 3D. Just some cat was really wise and decided that he would use his 3D printer How great that, he, that he bought for 200 bucks to create gun parts. So he says he made he was paid by New York $21,000 for trading in 3D pin, printed guns. That is awesome. At a government buyback event. I want to be this guy's friend. <laughs> a man who identified genius. himself as Kim noticed that the New York Attorney General's office was holding a gun buyback event. At the Utica Police Department on uh, August 27th, Kim allegedly 3D printed dozens of guns on a $200 3D printer he got for Christmas. That really came in handy, didn't it? I love this guy. So Kim said, uh, yeah, I 3D printed a bunch of lower receivers and frames for different kinds of firearms. And then he reportedly drove six hours to the Utica Police Department to trade trade him in, he said, and uh, he sees the tote, the guy, I guess, who he gave the guns to, and says, how many firearms do you have? And I said, 110. 110. Remember that number, y'all. 110. Okay. He said that he negotiated all day with the staff of the Attorney General's office, <laughs> and it ended with the guy and a lady from the budget office finally coming around with 42 gift cards, 42, and counting them in front of me. <clears throat> $21,000 in $500 gift cards. <laughs> I mean, just, great. I love it when the left gets burned at their own stupid games. It's awesome. Okay, so 110 guns, okay. Yeah. All right. What did the attorney general say they ended up uh, getting from that event? Oh, so somewhere in there, it's like... See. Huh. You mean how many guns were turned in? Yeah, there's somewhere I thought I highlighted in there. Uh, she says the number that they, they ended up, because they sent out a press release saying it was so successful. Here, can I see that? Oh, yeah. 200. Well, New York Attorney General Letitia James yeah. announced that 296 firearms, <laughs> 96. including 177 ghost guns, yeah. were turned in. Okay, and 110 of those came from this one guy. More than a third. More than a third. <laughs> I love it. I just, it's. That's what you get for doing this, you know, fascist stuff. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to be uh, a tyrannical government, uh -huh. you deserve this. Good Kim, stuff. 
Kim mocked him. He said, I'm sure handing over $21,000 in gift cards to some punk kid after getting a bunch of plastic <laughs> junk was a rousing success. <laughs> don't and you, they, did, they did proclaim it. Don't you feel safer success. today, New York? I do, yeah. Well, I do, clear here in Texas. Yeah. Knowing that his plastic crap has been turned in. Thank goodness. Nice money-making scheme. I'm not sure I'd want to broadcast that because who knows? Well, that's why he's anonymous. <laughs> yeah. And the gift cards will spend just the same. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I just love that. I, I just <laughs> love it. See, okay, we've got tyrants in office from the White House to places like New York and mm-hmm. Letitia, who hates America. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, It still gives me hope because you see the creative ingenuity of Americans still flickering out there, like in the case of Kim, K-E-M. <laughs> With his little uh, yep. 3D printer. Man, I want a 3D printer. Yeah, they were a big deal for a while, and then kind of well, nothing. Well, I think I think they're, they're a lot more affordable now. Kind of like, remember when VCRs oh. came out? And yeah. You had to, like, And they were $17,000 a piece. Yeah, second yeah. mortgage. And they were the size of this room. <laughs> well, <laughs> just about. Just about. Pretty yeah. close. But then, you know, eventually you just sit back and wait, and, yeah. and then the price drops. Yeah. We went to, uh, you know, when we went to Washington a couple of weeks ago on vacation, uh, we stayed at this place. Really nice. But they had some, like, ancient archives, like a VCR. I'm like, what? What is this? What is this thing? <laughs> I forgot. It's flashing 12. Like <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those were good times, weren't they? Yeah. Good times with the old VCR. Love the 80s, baby. More coming up. He's Pat Gray, he's Unleashed, and he's on the blades. A few tweets here. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Dimples tweets, At this rate, Joe Biden will have claimed to have worked with every workplace in America. Oh. The idea of him claiming to be my co-worker makes me queasy. Yeah. Mm. He's, he's old enough to have worked everywhere. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Bunter Hyden, crack connoisseur. The irony is that you know, as far as uh, hurricanes, the weather, climate change, all of that stuff. The irony is that they can't predict the path of a hurricane within a few hours, but they can tell you what the weather will be in the next 100 years. Thank you. That's just one of the many things that don't make any sense when it comes to this climate change bullcrap. Uh, all right. They, they just keep stacking all of this insanity. Uh, on top of the last piece of insanity. So it's getting to be quite a pile now. Uh, we were talking, was it yesterday or a couple days ago? Yeah. We had we showed you the line yeah. of cars just waiting to get recharged at a charging station. Gotta love California, baby. I don't know, what is this? Half a mile, quarter mile maybe? Full of cars? Oh, I don't know. It's a lot. Seven miles? 22. 20. 25. Hold on, Martin, Martin, hang on. Martin's telling us 29. 29 and a half? 29 and a half miles long. Wow, that's long. That's that a long is, line. Wow. And then we finally get to the front. That, that Boy, we got there quickly. Jeez. 29 and, then, and a half miles. And then you see all of the charging stations. There must be, I don't know, 20? <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's kind of awkward when you're <clears throat> filling up your car, right, and the guy's waiting for the pump. Yeah, and normally I like to just sit there, like max it out, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to be back here yeah. for a long time. 
Yeah. And so, no, no, if they're waiting, you know, you, you get the little click from the uh, the little handle. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'll leave, jerk. Can you imagine how awkward it is I to be can. sitting there at the uh, Tesla charging yeah. station? And, and having... how long does it take to charge each of those? Right. Half an hour? Oh, gosh. Easily. A half hour. Per car. Wow, you're going to be there a long time in that line in California. Congratulations. Won't it be great when like 30% of cars are electric in 2026 and then all cars are electric in 2035? That's going to be really convenient. Things are going to run smoothly. Ah, you're going to get from place to place and be so happy. (laughs) Oh, what a wonderful place to live. California. There are times all over the map as far as charging a Tesla here. I don't believe any of them, so I don't know. What, a minute and a half? <laughs> okay, so the the Tesla website says <laughs> you can charge your car up to 200 miles in 15 minutes. Oh, crap. <clears throat> yeah. That's- uh, and then I'm looking at these other independent sites that just say, I guess it depends on if you're at home, 6 to 12 hours. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But at a powerful charging station. Yeah, okay, sure. Even if it is just 15 minutes. Right, that's a lot of cars. Waiting. That's ridiculous. It's still inconvenient. It's still not sustainable. And speaking of California, the Air Resources Board there has declared <laughs> it a moral obligation. This is rich. To ban diesel-powered trucks in the transition towards renewable energy. And to end, quote, decades of racist and classist practices, unquote. What? Wait, diesel? Okay, diesel fuel is racist and classist? (laughs) (laughs) I know some Mercedes that run on diesel. Well, then they're racist. I don't know if they still do. Mm -hmm. But uh, what class is that? So that's the upper class? Is that what it is? You're discriminating against the upper class. Uh, California, which suffered a number of blackouts over the last few weeks due to summer stress on the state's electrical grid, remains at the forefront of the green energy push. It's sheer insanity at this point. Insanity! CARB, that's California Air Resources Board, is considering new regulations to ban the sale of diesel trucks by 2040 (laughs) in a bid to phase out the state's reliance on fossil fuels in an acknowledgement of the organization's social justice concerns. Yes! Thank you. They found some place where they hadn't accused of being racist. (laughs) So diesel And now they've taken care of that. They took care of it. The proposal would require all medium and heavy-duty vehicles entering ports to be fully electric by 2035, of course. (laughs) CARB believes that freight haulers should be banned because the diesel emissions from those vehicles disproportionately affect the state's low-income and marginalized population (laughs) due to historically racist zoning policies. You got this, right? So, diesel-engined vehicles. yes. Only drive in minority areas? You got it. And neighborhoods? Yes. Yes, that's, I mean, that's where we're at. I did not know that. Pay attention next time. Yeah, next I time will. you see a diesel truck, kind of look around and be like, huh. Okay. Huh. Oh, wow. There's a racist. There goes a racist. Right yeah. there. Right there. Mm-hmm. Decades of racist and classist practices, including redlining and siting decisions, have concentrated heavy-duty vehicle and freight activities in these communities. Oh, so they're saying, look... 
when uh, <clears throat> our racist state like California builds roads through mm-hmm. poor neighborhoods, mm-hmm. it brings in trucks. So here's what we're going to do to get back at them. We're going to make those trucks green. Take that. It's the stupidest. Black thing. and Latino populations experiencing significantly greater air pollution mm. impacts. Uh, ah, greater impacts than I white got, populations. Tell I you that. See. I got it. <clears throat> Communities in and around ports move much of the nation's freight and so experience pollution on a national well, this, scale. No, this doesn't make sense because in their we've been told in the past <laughs> that the pollution is in white neighborhoods, mm. right? Caused by ni- <clears throat> white neighborhoods. And then we blow it yes. into the black and Latino neighborhoods. Yeah, we, I mean, we've had that story before. Yeah. The, the, we have. <laughs> we have. It's amazing. It's It's truly... Amazing. And there are people that lap it up. Yep. Yep. That makes Diesel sense. Diesel fuel that, is that racist. Make, that makes sense. <laughs> That's what I've always said. Diesel fuel got to be done away with. It's too racist. All right. Yesterday, it was the electric uh, airplanes in Canada. <laughs> now, get this. Oh, no. Duct tape on a plane initially thought to be holding its wing together has been revealed as having a far less questionable purpose. Oh, oh, so it's fixed. Oh, good, good, they, good, They good. fixed it. The tape made for an alarming <laughs> sight uh, in what was thought to be a Boeing 787-9 Dreamliner for Australian opera singer David Wakeham. Oh, I love dude. David Wakeham? Wakeham. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, his arias are wonderful. What's your yes. favorite one? Is it Rome? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. They do a B-52 version. The cover? Like an uh, opera? A cover, yeah. An opera. Oh, I wonder if there's an yeah. opera. Well, I mean, if it was good enough for The Who, uh, oh. it's certainly good enough uh, for David Wakeham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I'm, I, Now I'm just looking to see if there's, a, mm-hmm. if there's an opera version of Rome. <laughs> of course there is. Uh, David Wakeham performs it. Oh, Perform- yeah. I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. I think I went to that opera more than Glenn went to Spider-Man when it came out on mm. Broadway. Do you remember that? He was just obsessed with that play. I know. And he went like 30 times. Let me tell you how to fix this. I've got some ideas. Okay. Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? I he do. Was I do remember that. He and he, I think he actually sat down with one of the producers. Wait, was, it, was it with Bono? Did he sit down with Bono? Ah, it might have been. Jerk. <laughs> so great. Uh... When choosing your favorite airline, choose wisely. Profits before safety Oh yeah, was the post. Uh, while at the time it was <laughs> joked that the tape was used for temporary <laughs> that repairs. That would be a little disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, it would. Sitting on a plane ready for takeoff. Be like, um, I'm going to take a later flight. Can you let me off of this bird? Mm, that looks yeah. rough. That, that does look. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's been identified as commonly used speed tape. Oh well, then now it's fixed. Most likely used to cover peeling paint. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And they said that. Uh, hmm. Look, we're going to paint over this, and it's going to be fine. So you guys need to just chill out. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that there's tape on the wing. <laughs> just paint it over now. This is just about optics. It's not about safety. That's exactly oh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But Rob says that yeah, that NASCAR is doing that all the time, right? Yeah, but that's just to get you through the race, right? I mean, <clears throat> that's not putting duct tape on their cars. 
Mm. Right, 200 miles an hour. Okay. okay, sure. I got it. I'm listening to you. But mm. but the car isn't uh, miles off the earth uh, when that's happening. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm. Which makes kind of a difference. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah, it's speed tape. Like, we just patch it up. You'd be good to go. Get you. You have a better chance bumping into a wall in uh, a NASCAR car then you have a better chance to survive that than you do falling from 40,000 feet. That's just my personal take on it. Let's uh, have Jeffy test that theory. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'll ask him to do that tomorrow. Meanwhile, King Charles III has decided not to attend the International Climate Change Summit in Egypt next month. I was so counting on seeing him there. God damn. Hmm. I was going to congratulate him on his ascension to the throne. Now I can't. Wait, you were going to go there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I always attend, you know, the International Climate Change Summits. Hmm. Uh, it fuels speculation that the new monarch will have to rein in his environmental activism now that he has ascended to the throne. See, uh, the monarchy is supposed to be politics-free. Yeah. You're not supposed to dabble in that at all. Uh, so, he maybe actually followed through on something that uh, he should have. And uh, and isn't going to attend this and make it a political thing. Hmm. Man, he has been political up until now, though. Uh, this guy is a left-wing kook. He's a nut job. Uh, and he's, the one, he's one of those who believe that we only have nine years left as a species because climate change is going to kill us by, I think, 2030. So there you go. Either take that with a grain of salt or just buy in wholeheartedly to what King Charles has said in the past. I'm not going to get used to that, <clears throat> I don't think, King Charles. Yeah, it's oof. it's it's difficult mm-hmm. to say, but that's Britain's problem. <laughs> Let you. them deal with it. <laughs> uh, you know, the FBI is being sued. I don't know if we've mentioned this yet. Over the big vault situation in Beverly Hills. Yeah. You know, they seized a whole bunch of money. and Well, we haven't talked about it lately. We talked about it. Uh, a listener made us aware of this months <clears throat> ago, remember? And you covered it extensively. And it wasn't until the Los Angeles Times, within the last couple of weeks, decided to do a story on it that everyone else is finally talking about Finally? It. Yeah. This is such a huge deal, mm-hmm. as we've mentioned many times, where the government can just come in, steal your property, steal your cash... And not charge you with a single thing. And sorry, have a nice day. We just took $100,000 from you. Well, in this case, as we've mentioned, the FBI went into this uh, vault that is owned by a private company. And they said that they were investigating the private company. And they had no interest in the individuals who kept their belongings in the safety deposit boxes. Well, lo and behold, they took everything. They lied to the judge, and they took everything. $86 million worth of assets. Haven't charged anyone. No. no these individuals. Including the company that they were initially investigating. I don't think they've even been charged. Mm. So, in 2015, the FBI began investigating U.S. private vaults, suspecting that the owners were engaging in drug trafficking and money laundering. During the course of the investigation, agents secured six warrants, five of which were rather straightforward, pertained only to the business and the business owners. But the sixth warrant, signed by a U.S. magistrate, authorized agents to seize business equipment from the store, including 1,400 safety deposit boxes. 
Huh. Even though the agents didn't even know the identity of the box owners or have probable cause to suspect that the owners were involved in any drug drug trafficking or money laundering schemes. Jeez. And so now they're being sued because uh, this has to stop. And somebody's taking a stand here, finally. Yeah, um, but uh, let's see. A judge just ruled kind of in favor of the feds uh, early on here, um, saying that, that they had not, as the plaintiffs claim, violated their Fourth Amendment protection, protection against unlawful search and seizure. What? Yeah, the judge agreed with the lawyers for the government <laughs> that the seizures were a legitimate example of, quote, specifically established and well-delineated exceptions to the constitutional prohibition against warrantless searches. Wait, so we we, we can carve gosh. out exceptions to a constitutional amendment? Um, I don't think so. No. So, um, uh, so, yeah. Wow. Yep. And then now the judge did say, I was just reading this. Yeah, let's see. He said, now given this evidence, there can be no question that the government expected or even hoped to find criminal evidence during its inventory. Right. But that's not how we operate in America. Right. Um. And he, and he says, unfortunately for, this is the judge, unfortunately for plaintiffs, the mere presence of a motive is not by itself enough. Okay, so what? this is not, uh, I don't My like God. the trajectory so far. No. And now I want to look up this judge and see who appointed him. Which judge is it? What's his name? Uh, Klausner. His or her. George W. Bush. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, Bush appointed him. Junior, yeah. Dang! Um, wow. Wow. It's never a Trump judge making these stupid rulings. No. Trump judge is just the opposite rulings. Uh, I've got a question for the FBI. Instead of raiding people's private goods and taking them without a warrant and uh, after lying to a judge and, and looking for a crime, trying to, to create one, uh-huh. um, just over the weekend, Pat, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but on October 1st, five years ago, uh, a little something happened in Las Vegas, Nevada. Do you remember this? It was a... I have a vague recollection. You have a vague recollection? Yeah. And what has the FBI produced as far as finding, uh, uh, get to the bottom of that story? Nothing. Hmm. Maybe we, you could... we know as much now as right. we did then. Precisely. Could you maybe shift a few agents that are raiding safe deposit boxes of Americans? Yeah. Could you maybe move that to the Las Vegas shooting investigation and find out the real story there? No. Could you could you stop setting up crimes in Michigan mm-hmm. and maybe you know get to the bottom of uh, what happened in Las Vegas? That's a pretty big deal in American history. Sure is, and they don't care. According to court filings, the FBI insisted the on the affidavit that the warrant the warrants authorize the seizure of the nests of the box all the boxes themselves, not just their contents. What the FBI later claimed it was under no obligation to inform the judge. How later actions such as criminal investigations against box holders or forfeiture of box contents would play out. They didn't have to tell the judge at all because they're, uh, I guess, all powerful. Above the law. Yeah, the FBI believes and is demonstrating time and time again that they feel that they're above the law. So no rule of law here. So un-American and unconstitutional. Wow. 888-900-3393. More coming up. Beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Welcome. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, 
the FBI suing or being sued finally by somebody who was swept up in this uh, civil asset forfeiture situation. Uh, maybe this will, I don't know, is it possible that this finally makes a difference and they'll think twice? Probably not. I think they believe, uh, as we said a few minutes ago, they are above the law and it doesn't matter. And they can do whatever they want. And they do whatever they want. But uh, at some point, we're going to have to get a grip on the fact that uh, it's this is not America anymore if we keep allowing the government to just come in and steal our property. I mean, this is not the Soviet Union. This is not China. China, by the way, mm-hmm. is uh, in this space race with us right now. Oh, good. Did you know that... Uh, this is why the moon is so important. While they sent one of those probes up there that, you know, gathered some soil, uh, not soil necessarily, but dust and rocks from the lunar surface. And they found something called helium-3 up there. Now, helium-3 is really important be- yeah. because, have you heard of it? No, I uh, continue. I've heard a little bit of this. Yeah. Uh, they... It's in really short supply here on Earth. Yeah, yeah. But they believe there's a lot of it on the moon. Yeah, like Nebraska fans aren't allowed, not that we have many opportunities to let go of the balloons at the game, but they're, they're banned this year because of the because of shortage helium? of helium. Okay. Not because of shortage of offense. <laughs> but <laughs> helium-3 is apparently a really important energy source. In fact, three teaspoons of helium-3 yeah? is the equivalent of using 5,000 tons of coal. No. That's kind of breathtaking. We used to be the country that would pursue this kind of stuff. That's right. Now it's right. China. That's right. And so China has seen this, and now they're trying to get ownership of the moon so that they can mine this helium-3, <laughs> which is going to change the world. Oh, my per- Potentially. Potentially. This is what they believe, though. Three teaspoons... To 5,000 tons of coal? Incredible. You figure out a way to mine that. Yeah. You own the world. Yeah, yes. And and, it's, and they know that. Yeah. And it, uh, Okay. How do you transport it back? I bet it, if it's three teaspoons, like let's just say you're taking just a, I don't know, a briefcase. I, I don't know how this works, okay? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like you would You don't need, know how mining uh, on the moon works? It, I don't What's know. the matter with you? Are you going to need, <laughs> like like you just said, like he's going to go and <laughs> dig it up and just put it in a in a Home Depot bucket and right. bring it back to Earth? And especially since it's a gas, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I really don't know how they do it. Right. But we better get our heads out of our butts mm-hmm. and get serious about space exploration. The moon is critical, and that's why everybody's battling over it. Well, not everybody, but we and the Chinese are. Uh, and the Chinese understand how important it is to win this race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember how, <clears throat> boy, the left just loved to mock Donald Trump because of Space Force. Yeah, right. Oh, that, right. that's what America does. That's what America does. Mm-hmm. We mock those that, that are forward-thinking. Yes, we do. Whereas China's like, okay, well, they can go and, and mock each other and rip each other to shreds. Uh, we're going to go and mine this stuff. And we're going to take over the world. Which, by the way, yeah. um, Air Force football had their uh, Space Force uniforms last week. Oh, they did? So, I mean, at least 
Well, at least the Air Force is acknowledging it, you know. Were they cool? <laughs> I, I missed them completely. Yeah, I mean, I have to were, look that up. Yeah. See how cool that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, meantime, let me tell you about uh, Tommy John. Tommy John underwear, you know how we feel about it here on this show. It's it's the best. I mean, it's by far the best underwear you'll ever know. Uh, by far the best loungewear you'll ever put on. It just, they're fantastic. Uh, it solves almost all problems because when you feel good <laughs> and you will feel good in the, in Tommy John products, uh, then you, you can do everything just a little bit better when you're comfortable. Their breathable lightweight fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands. They come with a no wedgie guarantee thanks to a non-rolling waistband and legs that never ride up. And it's really true. Fantastic. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear. That's why they don't have customers. They have fanatics like us. Go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now, and you'll get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 20% off your first order. See the site for details. Let's go to John in Kansas. Uh, John, hi. You're on the blaze. Nice. Hey, Keith. How's it going? Good. Hey. Noon good. What's up? So I was just calling in about the uh, speed tape discussion that came up again earlier. Oh, the, uh, uh, I was in the Air Force for eight years. The duct tape on the wing? Yeah. Yeah. So what it actually is, picture it as like thick aluminum foil with really strong adhesive on the other side. We call it 100-mile-an-hour tape. Oh. Okay. And so what you don't know probably about aircraft panels is actually the screws don't necessarily screw in. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are quick-release because you have to take them off and put them on all the time. Hmm. So a lot of times those catches for the screws give out. Okay. So you just put the screw up turn it to the locked position and put that tape over it so that the wind won't pull the screw out. Oh, so if all those screws came out, do you lose the wing? No. No? No. Uh, okay. If you knew how many things were wrong on every plane <laughs> you yeah. ever flew in, uh-huh. you would never fly again. <laughs> <laughs> really? How long does that tape last, you, John? The speed tape until you have to do a permanent repair. Are you asking what the rules say or what we do? Oh, no. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it'll last as long as it sticks to the plane. Okay. <laughs> All right. The rules say one flight, and then it needs to be permanently repaired. But Oh, wow. You, you can't possibly keep up with the schedule, especially on the commercial side of things, on civilian side. Yeah. There's no way you could keep up with the schedule if you did it that way. <laughs> it's just kind of terrifying yeah it is because look at this uh, wing uh, that so it was that uh, that look looks that. like it's been up there longer than one flight john i assure you it has <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you think about it like aircraft have a ton of redundancy yeah they're not gonna put people up in a plane that is actually unsafe to fly no pilot would go up in that plane right right so uh, all right safe. well that makes me feel a teeny bit better, but you said if we knew all the things wrong, we'd never fly again. Like, what goes wrong that we don't know about? Oh, no. So, aircraft no. have different levels of brakes. Mm-hmm. 
kind of like your car. Like if your tire pressure is low, you can still drive. Yeah. Alone, you can't. So that's like the difference between what we would call a code two and a code three. Okay. A code three is the aircraft can't fly. A code two is like, all right, the pilot's <laughs> missing a HUD, but he can still use his other HUD to. And what? Done what is a HUD? Heads up display. What? A what? Heads up display. Oh, heads, heads up, up display. Screen. Oh, okay. All right. That just kind of tells them different things that are going on. Mm-hmm. What the turbine percentages are at, all that stuff. Okay. Oh boy, I feel Jeez. so safe. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I, I don't buy this. They're not going to put <clears throat> uh, passengers up in a plane in a plane that's unsafe. Uh, do you live on this planet? Uh, this, <laughs> this kind of stuff happens all the time. I mean, how many times? Let's talk about the FBI again. How many times do we hear, mm. well, he was on their radar? Mm. Okay, well, then do I, something okay. about it. And, and, and it's just like at some point, somebody's going to be in one of these planes where they're like, well... Amazingly, the maintenance logs show that this thing was due for a service five millennia ago. I don't. Maybe we should have replaced the HUD. (laughs) Here's how I can promise. Well, the HUD's pretty minor, to be honest. But okay. um, Here's how I can promise that they won't put you up in a plane that is unsafe. If a plane goes down, Uh how many people are getting on that airline again? Yeah. Well. All right. Well. I mean, that lasts for a little while, so, then people tend to forget. We've got short attention yeah, uh, spans. Yeah, yeah. So. And I don't know that the, the, well, the, guy, the maintenance guy is, uh, you know, out there checking the stock price. You know? Would you feel better if I told you they were wildly underpaid? Oh, gosh. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks a lot, John, uh, for that terrifying information. Yeah, I'm going to be that's driving great. everywhere now. So that's, <clears throat> that's my mm-hmm. solution. Just just drive everywhere. Wait till you figure out how many things are wrong with your car. Pat. Or your truck. Pat. <laughs> never drive again if you knew. <laughs> that's how, you know what? That's how the greenies get us on bikes. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, you can't trust these planes or these cars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you know that yesterday was the anniversary of the O.J. Simpson acquittal? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like, okay, 29 years ago. That, well, 28, I guess. It was 1994, right? Okay. Uh, 28 years ago. We're almost at 30, the 30 year mark for OJ Simpson. Uh, I, that is hard to believe. And he's, we're still out on those golf courses looking for the actual killer hmm. and still have not found him or her. So I don't know, we, uh, you know, if they're any closer than they were 28 years ago, but. It just hasn't happened. Hmm. <clears throat> and just a few. Here's just a few of the things they had on OJ Simpson. Okay. What and we mean? all heard about it during the trial. Okay. Okay. He had no alibi for the time frame of the murders. About 40 minutes be- after the murders were committed, a limousine driver sent to take Simpson to the airport. Because you remember, he yeah. flew to Chicago that night. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm sure he thought that was going to be his alibi. Right. But didn't work out that way. Limousine driver sent uh, that was sent to drive Simpson to the airport saw a man in dark clothing hurrying up the drive of his Rockingham estate, which has since been bulldozed, by the way. Uh, a few minutes later, Simpson spoke to the driver through the gate and let him in. But during the previous 25 minutes, the driver repeatedly called the house, got no answer. Okay, so he was clearly not home. Mm. 
when the murders were committed. A single leather glove found outside Simpson's home matched a glove found at the crime scene. In DNA tests, blood found on the glove was shown to have come from Simpson and the two victims. If he wasn't there, how did that? Well, Mark Furman planted that glove. Yeah. Did he? (laughs) After his arrest, further DNA tests would confirm this finding. Simpson had a wound on his hand, and his blood was a DNA match to the drops found at the Brentwood crime scene. Hmm. Seems fairly compelling so far. Huh. Nicole Simpson's uh, blood was discovered on a pair of socks found at uh, O.J. Simpson's house. Simpson had recently purchased a stiletto knife of the type the coroner believed was used by the killer. Shoe prints in the blood at the Brentwood, uh, at her Brentwood home, matched Simpson's shoe size and later were shown to match a type of shoe he owned. Neither the knife nor the shoes were found by police. Mm. Wow, then they're bad at planning evidence. <laughs> yeah, they are. Wow. You would think they would have covered that detail, right? And they, to my recollection, they never showed any proof that Mark Furman had anything, mm. you know, any grudge held against O.J. No. Simpson. That was a reach. That it really was. I guess he <clears throat> said the N-word in the past. That doesn't mean <laughs> that he tried to frame Simpson for the crime. But, you know... The jury, I guess, just disregarded all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how long it took him to come to the verdict of not guilty? Four hours. Oh, wow. No. Four hours. Oh, and they're back. After this, well, and as it was described continually by the uh, prosecutors, they had a mountain of evidence against this guy. Again, this is just a brief summation of it. But because the glove, he had a hard time getting it on his hand in court. Remember that? Oh, Oh, I'm trying my best to make this fit. I just can't. Ah, I've never pulled so hard in my life trying to get this glove on. (laughs) I mean, A, it could have shrunk. You know, it was drenched in blood. And uh, maybe the moisture made it shrink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Right. And you play golf, and you put your golf glove away without mm-hmm. drying properly. Mm-hmm. B, O.J. Simpson was obviously putting on a show, hmm. which was pretty smart. Uh, really, some terrible mistakes were made by if it doesn't prosecuting fit, attorney. You must, must acquit. acquit. And he gave him that cute little thing, and it rhymed. And Johnny so they, Cochran. They couldn't convict him after Cochran right. rhymed. Uh, <laughs> right. The defense. And, and, and I'll contend that O.J. Simpson is probably a lot closer to finding that killer when he goes and plays golf than he realizes. I mean, yeah, the killer's right there. Right there. I mean, right there on the tee box with O.J. <laughs> whenever he goes searching yeah. on the golf course. I mean, if he were to look in a mirror, right. he I would think, find... And that's the problem. And he doesn't have to be at a golf course but, to do but that. But that's the problem. He's going to a golf course, there's no mirror on a golf course, that's and so right. therefore he never catches the guy. Some good points. <clears throat> but uh, 28 years ago yesterday, amazing. And everybody remembers where they were. For sure. It's one of those things. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Where were you? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Exactly where you were. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Omega XL. Omega XL, if you're in pain... 
and you've got inflammation in your joints and it just hurts all the time, maybe even wakes you up in the middle of the night, try this. It's not a drug, so it's not something you're going to become dependent upon or addicted to, but it really works. And I I know because I was skeptical at first too and finally broke down and started taking it. After a week, the pain in my elbow uh, subsided and after two weeks, it was just gone and it's not returned. Omega XL, it restores your SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping our joints healthy, but as we age, we don't produce enough of them. Uh, Omega XL can rejuvenate your joints by restoring your SPMs so that you can move like when you were younger. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they're going to give you a second for free. 1-800-844-4888 or OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Pat Gray. All right, uh... Nancy Pelosi last night was on the Colbert Report, and she was brilliant as always. I guess they were talking about the show Veep. Yeah, I guess that came up. With what's-her-face? Julia Louis. Yeah, Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Mm -hmm. Here's what she had to say. Have you ever seen Veep? Yeah, I've seen it a number of times. I don't have a whole... Does it seem accurate to how Washington is? No, of course not. No, no. everyone's really nice in Washington and no one ever stabs each other in the back or anything like that? Oh, I don't mean that. I just meant... (laughs) That's funny. No one ever uses foul language behind closed doors or anything like that? Not in front of me. (laughs) Not in front of the speaker. But uh, the... um, the star of the show is really a star in life as well. Julie Louis-Dreyfus, uh-huh. Ju- yes. Julie, she is just remarkable. So I'm mm. a big fan of her. So I've seen it from time to time. But um, uh-huh. if I have any time to watch TV, it's sports and the Stephen Colbert show. <laughs> She's that's the one, how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. She's the one. She's the one person that's watching yeah. the Stephen Colbert Congratulations. show. Congratulations. That's great. We found her. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. I mean, actually, Colbert until just recently has been number one for years at the, in that time slot. Uh, the only person who's beaten him lately is uh, uh, Gutfeld from Fox oh, News. Oh, good. Yeah. So I don't, know, I don't know if it's for the whole quarter. I don't know if it's for the whole, you know, ratings period. But I think he, I think Col- I think he beat Colbert for like possible? a month. How is that possible? Like, how is Stephen Colbert successful? I don't in, know. I've in, never understood in it. any reality. Even when he was on The Daily Show, well, I thought he was stupid. And But this is, you know, his own show has been agonizing. It's been horrific. <sighs> um, also, she talked about whether or not uh, the Democrats will hold the majority in the House. Uh-huh. Um, in 2018, when you were sitting right there in that chair, you came on here and you predicted mm-hmm. that the Democrats were going to pick up seats in the Congress on a large scale. They did. They picked up 40 seats in, in the House, a real wave. What is your prediction for the election that's a little bit more than a month away? Madam Speaker, you have the floor. Okay, thank you very much. Well, I'm so glad you asked that question because I believe mm. that we will win the ha- hold the ha- House. And we will hold the house. Yeah, 
Dream on. By winning more seats. Uh, we won the 40 seats, uh-huh. and we lost some when Trump was on the ballot. We lost some in the Trump districts. Listen. Uh, but we held, in, held enough seats to hold the House with him on mm-hmm. the ballot. He's not on the ballot now. Oh, did I say his name? I didn't mean to. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> She didn't mean to say his name, but she did. We'll have the videotapes fumigated. <laughs> what a good comment that is, Stephen. <laughs> uh, the worst. That was very telling. Democrats, that's the Speaker of the House there. They're mm-hmm. terrified not only of Donald Trump, the president, but what he brings to the down ballot mm-hmm. races. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's no doubt another about main reason why they have to do everything they can to destroy this man and keep him off the 2024 ballot. Yeah. Because they'll lose their power in other chambers as well. It is almost a foregone conclusion that they lose their majority in the House. The only thing really in play is the Senate. This, the Senate is a little bit iffy. I still think Republicans regain control of the Senate, too. I hope and pray. But for her little fantasy land, she's been saying this all along, that they're going to keep the house. No. No, they're not. Unless she knows something we don't know. Yeah, unless <laughs> it's so rigged which, which they that sure she can did confidently proclaim. Yeah, they made similar statements uh, on the eve of the 2020 election, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody on yeah. Twitter told me to stop saying that Fetterman was going to win because Keith Malinak's voice <laughs> is going to... Uh, depress Republican voter turnout in Pennsylvania. Wow, that's <laughs> wow. That's I really. Mean, if I have okay. that kind of power, yeah, I'm not using it correctly. Right. So anyway, just um, in <laughs> honor of that wonderful listener, and we mm-hmm. do appreciate every single one of you. Um, the Republicans are actually going to walk away, um, with sixty seats, sixty seats in the Senate. Okay. Super majority, yeah, nice. Super majority. In fact, they'll have. Uh, That'd be great. I'm going to say 300 seats in the House um, for okay. Republicans, huh? After November, it's an improvement. Yeah, I would say because I just, I mean, I guess if I from your if, mouth if to I God's say ears, it, it's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. Take it to the bank. And make sure you take advantage. Here we go. Of this amazing opportunity. Right. To, to the only thing you have to fear stand oh, to lose. No, stand is your record. My record. Get it in. That's gonna Thank be get it so in. Much. Yeah, yeah, powerful. That's gonna be awesome having a. The only thing you have stand to lose uh-huh. is your record. Okay, get it in. Get it in. All right. Also, don't forget. And the Eagles are so much better than, than the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah. No. Wait. No. 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 <laughs> that didn't sound right, even in his head. Future senator of Pennsylvania. Not. John Fetterman. Not the first. No. He's right, though. The Eagles are better this than year Eagles? than the Eagles of last year. Okay. Much better. Sure. No. Thank you no. for making some sense of that. No. Uh, all right. 888 This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Some tweets here. This from James. When they do a weather evacuation from now on, they may need to evacuate the electric cars a day or two early so they can have time to stop at the recharging station. Can you imagine a peninsula full of electric cars trying to drive north? Nope. From a hurricane? I just... We are the... 
dumbest yeah. society ever. Ridiculous. Ape Lincoln tweets, I won't be driving an EV until they have batteries that can be swapped out like propane tanks. Who has the time to wait around for a cha- for a charge? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody. But, you know, these batteries are $25,000 a piece or something. Wow. Something outrageous. Just wait. I mean, seriously, just wait until the hurricane hits mm. when there are many, many more mm-hmm. EVs on the road. And then we'll see a, a, scr- a, a crawl at the bottom. Uh, 40 people died waiting for their cars to charge. Right. Floodwaters came yeah, and got right. them. The Unmasked Avenger tweets, when everything is racist, nothing is racist. Mm. And from Rowdy Introvert, the O.G. Simpson verdict is just another sad reminder of the great power that white privilege wields in society. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Kanye West inspiring more outrage. Uh, social media went crazy because he showed up at some fashion show wearing a, a design on his clothes, and it read, uh, White Lives Matter. <laughs> How dare you say White Lives Matter? How dare you? Could have been a good president, that <laughs> Kanye West. Not now. <laughs> West, of course, has changed his name. To ye or yay. Yay. I guess it'd be yay. It's yay. And uh, he was showing his latest fashion line for his Yeezy branded Paris. I am yay, and everyone here knows that I am the leader. You can't manage me. Wow. You know, he's got giblets to, to, because you know that there's going to be outrage if you say white lives matter. My gosh. Or even all lives matter. You can't. Yeah, don't say... You can't. Don't say baby lives matter. No. Don't say police lives matter. Oh, my, no. So... Many people on social media rushed to condemn West for what they took to be an affront to the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. Wow, you don't want to... I mean, all you want to do with the Black Lives movement is reverence it. That's the only thing you can do. Praise and reverence for the Black Lives Matter movement, even though they're Marxists, admitted Marxists, Mm -hmm. and on their website, they outlined all their goals, and one of them was to uh, destroy, I believe, or bring to an end the traditional uh, nuclear nuclear Western family. Yep. Huh. Well, okay. So I have to agree with Black Lives Matter then? That's interesting, because I don't. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were pissed. And uh, one <laughs> tweeted, oh, this was from Mark Lamont Hill, who's an extremist. Oh, I can't wait for this one. Kanye West's decision to wear a White Lives Matter t-shirt is disgusting, dangerous, and irresponsible. Mm. Some of y'all rush to defend him. You should ask yourselves why. Well, because there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying white lives matter because they do. You should ask yourself as do black lives. why you have a problem with that message. Yeah, you should. So, okay. And, if, and you should ask yourself, why is that dangerous? Yeah, if that's offensive. What that? What are you talking to about? To say that white lives matter. Are you saying that, that it's okay <clears throat> to wear a shirt that says white lives don't matter? Well, it probably would be depending uh-huh. on who's wearing it. Mm. Yeah, it probably would be. I, I would love to know from Mark Lamont Hill and why the three names, Mark Lamont. Why? Why? That's a serial killer thing. Bugs you, okay. doesn't it? Um, 
why is it dangerous? That is really weird. What's yep. dangerous about it? Gosh, we start allowing people to think that white lives matter. Why? <laughs> we won't be able to just exterminate them all. This is bad. I guess that's the danger. I don't know. Uh, also, nearly half of Americans can't live without their electronics, 48%, and uh, Wi-Fi, 46%, <laughs> according to a new research uh, study. Oh, I can live without Wi-Fi <clears throat> as long as I have a cell signal. Yeah, right. <laughs> a survey of 2,000 U.S. adults revealed that other essentials, besides food and water, people can't go without include medicine, 55%, electricity, 53 and gas, 51%. The study examined respondents' perspectives on supply chain issues and found that nearly half say the issues have somewhat affected their lives. Hmm. Now, I'd be in that. Yep. Uh, from impacting their cost of living, their jobs, and finding basic essentials. <clears throat> 30% think supply chain issues will remain the same. Same percentage believe things will only worsen. Huh. What about the remaining 40% there? Yeah, where's that? I don't know. Conducted by uh, one poll on behalf of With Secure, the survey also <laughs> tested respondents' knowledge about basic economic terms, discovering that although 7 in 10 Americans are confident in their understanding of supply chain issues, only 59% actually know what the term means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our education system is really paying off. Yeah, it's great. But, you know, we, we should have an education system that educates people in the South Africa and the Iraq and everywhere like such as. Oh, okay. And that our education over here in America, no, over in in the Asia. Yeah. Okay. That U.S. Americans are unable to do so. Mm -hmm. Because? Because uh, some people out there in our nation uh-huh. don't have maps don't have and maps. Uh, i believe that our ed- education like such as in south africa and uh, mm-hmm. the iraq everywhere mm-hmm. like such as and right. mm-hmm. i believe that they wow. should, should uh, worth our every education time. over here yep. in the u.s over here should in the help u.s the should US, help the u.s or, or should no help south should africa, help south africa should help the iraq and the, the iraq asian and countries. The asian countries so we will be able to build up our, our future for our children thank you very okay. much should the U.S. help the U.S.? Yes or no, Pat? No. What? Whoa. No, we should help the South Africa. Well, she said the U.S. The should help the U.S. No, she corrected herself. Oh. Because she realized, no, wait, that's a wealthy first oh, world I nation. See. I, see. I see. I need to focus on That was a correction, not on an the poor inclusion. Countries. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. that's my bad. Right. You can't include the United States in that. What are you, stupid? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. We're supposed to tear down the United States and build up the third world. I love how in that poll... <laughs> Forty-six percent of people couldn't live, or Americans couldn't live without their electronics. Fifty-three mm-hmm. percent uh, couldn't live without electricity. And I find it there's a couple things there. The one thing I'm thinking is, it's amazing that our gadgets are important to us as just you know mm-hmm. having a light on in the house. Yeah, it's almost the same number. I think if if you had <clears throat> electricity taken away from you. Mm. That might be like a hundred percent of people would say no electricity. I can't live without it. But can't. just think about I can't think about what we went through in February here in Dallas. It was really cold. Year and a think half about, ago, right? Think mm-hmm. about what Floridians are going through right now. Yeah, um, with no electricity, no <laughs> water. 
Um, you you live without electricity for f- more than five. I give you ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing what happens if you're deprived of just you know basic things we take for granted mm-hmm. right now. Like it, it's, all of society breaks down in three days, and really faster than that, I think. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, we have going. People for turn us. to animals if they're not getting the normal supply of stuff. So, yeah, it's not good. We can't do without electricity. The thing we have going for us, though, is that we're a stable society. Um, oh yeah, everybody is uh-huh. is a hundred percent. We're all together. We're just good people. We, yeah, right. we love each other. You bet. And um, we're all united, aren't we? Huh? You talked about people turn to animals when. Uh, when, when they lose electricity and, and access to stuff. Um, might be time for an animal video. Would you like to see uh, to see a, a, a bear in a store? Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's see the mm-hmm. let's see the animal in the store here. It's a you can see here if we uh, want to play uh, It's from yesterday, yeah. I believe that should have been uh, uh, clip number eight today. It's uh, the bear at the convenience store. All right. <clears throat> and it goes a little something. Like this. See? The animal in the store. Oh. See? Look at that. Oh, oh. Oh, look how oh careful boy. he's being. See, he doesn't want the shelf to fall. He grabs one thing and he's like, I'm on my way. I just needed the one thing. Thank you so much. There you go. An animal in a store. <laughs> the others didn't care quite as much. Was there something else going on in the video? Yeah. I was talking about the yeah. bear in the video. Right, yeah. The convenience store shot. Yeah. Incredible. Animal video. I mean, our society is, I mean, we still have all the modern conveniences and we're already going to hell as a civilization. There's no consequences anymore for your actions. And that can be applied to looting a store or hell, you could even apply that to uh, elections. Mm -hmm. No consequences. There's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of uncertainty um, about what's going on in the world. That's why with the consumer price index increasing yet again, Stock market has been in absolute turmoil. So what are we doing about it? Uh, We're spending more money and we're adding to the burden. Don't bury your head in the sand while your savings get decimated. Do something about it. Text PAT to 989-898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on how to protect your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people. With about 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Text text PAT to 989-898. Claim your free no-obligation info kit. You go through all of that, see if it's right for you, and then go for it. Birch Gold, they have a an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have countless five-star reviews. Thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out right now. Text PAT to 989-898 and secure your future with gold. Pat Gray Unleashed. President, former President Trump filed a $475 million libel and slander lawsuit against CNN. <laughs> I hope he gets every penny yeah. of it. I hope he shuts that hellhole down. <laughs> so great because they have been slandering him, libeling him, defaming him for years now. 
Well, yeah, and he's a private citizen now, and he says that they're hampering his uh, possible run for president. Wow. I like it. Probably hurting his businesses, too. Yeah. Yep. Should be mentioned. Yeah. I mean, he's still a businessman, and these people disparage him around the clock. So uh, it's great that he's doing that. Uh, It was a 29-page lawsuit that was filed in U.S. District Court in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Also, COVID fraud. Is there COVID fraud? Wait, what? Hmm. At this point is kind of a redundant phrase. (laughs) Congress appropriated (laughs) more than $5 trillion for COVID relief. But get this. Almost $600 billion may have been lost to fraud. 12%. Mm-hmm. 12%? $600 dollars Prosecutors are trying to uh, figure out just how many people have defrauded them. I mean, more than 1,500 have been indicted so far. 500 have been convicted already. On September 14th, the Justice Department announced the creation of of three COVID-19 fraud strike force teams. Uh, COVID unemployment fraud amounted to 45 billion, could exceed 163 billion. Overseas organized crime groups flooded state unemployment systems with bogus online claims, overwhelming antiquated computer software benefits in blunt force attacks that siphoned out millions of dollars. Prison inmates, drug gangs, and Nigerian racketeers oh. easily plundered the program. Nigerian racketeers? The Nigerian prince thing worked? See, if Yeah, anybody, on the government, yeah. it did. Exactly. Yeah, if anybody's going to fall for the Nigerian prince scam, it's the uh-huh. federal government. Yep. <laughs> One swindler this guy. <laughs> collected unemployment benefits from 29 different states. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the federalism that you have in America. <laughs> 29 states <laughs> sent this guy money. Yeah. In the first year of the pandemic, uh, Maryland detected more than 1.3 million fraudulent unemployment claims, equal to 20% of the state's population. Oh. Ah, don't worry about it. We got mm-hmm. money to blow. That's mm-hmm. uh, so $600 billion among friends. Are we sure that... Hmm? Jeffy doesn't have an internet persona oh, we're of a Nigerian almost sure he prince. does. Maybe this was him. Yeah, it might have been. Pulling these scams. Shh. Yeah, if only there was somebody out there warning us of the potential fraud and the unconstitutional expenditures involved in this program. Mm. Who is it? Uh, oh, yeah, his name is Thomas Massey, and nobody listened to him when he was the only voice speaking against mm-hmm. the COVID relief bill in March of 2020. Mm. Pathetic. Pathetic. It's not Massey, though, with the economics degree, is it? Who Who is the yes, ma'am, uh, highest honor? Um, I well, that was uh, that wasn't Massey. No, that was uh, uh, Alabama's uh, Mo. Brooks. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Mo but Massey is uh, MIT. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he's he's right. He's a smart guy. He's a very smart individual. Knows what he's talking about. So he's like, uh, he's obviously an engineer type. I'm just wondering what his major was specifically, though. Anyway. Uh, then on CNBC, they've got a show called uh, Delivering Alpha. They talked to hedge fund manager Stanley uh, Drunken Miller, who said this about the American economy. There was a time you went to college campuses and you talked about 
an equity and debt. I think in this case it wasn't necessarily Fed induced, but it was mm -hmm. entitlement induced. Yeah. And it, it could come, this was 10 years ago, and I think you said sometime between, you know, Nostradamus. You said 2020 and 2035. Yeah. So it's 2000, is it 2022? Is it happening? We are, we are in deep trouble. So mm -hmm. everything I said at those colleges is worse in terms of the metrics, <sighs> um, except for one thing. And what I miscalculated was I didn't calculate zero rates. I used 4% rates. But the only thing Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton agreed on in 2016 was don't cut um, Social Security, don't cut entitlements. Uh, so nothing was done. Joe Biden has excruciated Rick Scott because he dared mention maybe we, we shouldn't be increasing senior pays. But if you look at, at the reversal I just talked about, Mm -hmm. And you use the CBO estimate, which is rates at 3.8%, which I think, frankly, is, is pretty optimistic, mm -hmm. um, given all the things we've talked about. Um, by 2027, the interest expense alone on the debt eats all health care spending. By 2047, it eats all discretionary spending. So we're now getting into fiscal <laughs> dominance by the way, by 49, it eats also security. All right. We're getting to the point now where mm. the interest expense <clears throat> on the debt is so high that it's going to eat up our ability to basically service the next generation. I'm not even sure about the current one. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I brought some what cyanide. What else can you say? You like one. I brought some cyanide. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking about no. that. And I'm thinking maybe we'll be okay. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but, but yeah, because we'll be dead. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> there we go. So, so we don't play that to frighten you. We play these kinds of things just so that you might realize the severity of what we face and and get you and your family prepared for it. Mm -hmm. Just do what you can to prepare your family because uh, if you don't, it's not going to be pretty. It really isn't. So. You know, let's say you get prepared and nothing happens and it's, you know, business as usual. All right. Well, then that's great. You just have some extra food on the side or maybe some money put away. Um, it's not going to hurt anything. And that's probably going to happen, right? Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Nothing's going to change. Right. Everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's one to prepare. Everything is awesome mm -hmm. when you're part of a team. I think we learned that <sighs> a Lego movie from from the Legos. Yeah, yeah. we learned that then. Good, that's a good life lesson. <laughs> Yesterday, Elon Musk tweeted something out <laughs> that was so dastardly. <laughs> People are trying to drum him out of business, <laughs> and man, does he deserve it! You know what he talked about? Peace. Whoa, <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Russia, Ukraine, making a peace treaty amongst themselves wow what an idiot yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a bastard that would do something like that who thinks about peace when there's a great war going on huh <laughs> <laughs> we got a war to fight here. yeah right? man <clears throat> shut up mm -hmm. okay go uh, clean your tesla or something <laughs> Get it detailed. We don't need you mouthing off about peace. So what is this? I mean, you're referring well, to a tweet or something? Yeah, or? he tweeted out 
a plan for peace, and and there it is. Okay, what redo elections of annexed regions under UN supervision. Hmm. Russia leaves if that's the will of the people. That seems reasonable, right? I think it is. Okay, I mean, I don't have a lot of faith in the United Nations, but apparently that's the gold standard of uh, you right. know, peacekeepers and, and election monitors. Crimea, formerly part of Russia, as it has been since 1783 until Khrushchev's mistake. So they formally make Crimea part of Russia. Hmm. Which is, I've suggested that since the beginning. Just give them that. You know, they're already there anyway. Just give it to them. Water supply to Crimea assured. And Ukraine remains neutral. So it doesn't join NATO. Right. Which apparently is now being expedited. Or they don't, yeah. Uh, With Ukraine joining, not good. That's not good. So stay neutral. Um, Formally, just say, okay, yes, Crimea is part of Russia now. Uh, and and then they leave, hopefully, the areas where they have troops. Get out. Yeah, but see... You keep Ukraine. Here's the problem. And you stop the death. Okay, but and if, destruction. if there's peace, yeah. then there's not a war. Right. And if there's not a war, mm-hmm. then the cash cow that is the United States Treasury doesn't keep supplying... The Ukrainian mm-hmm. government officials right. paying for... You know, They're not just laundering the money in no, Ukraine wait, and sending this? a laundering? portion of it back. What are you talking about laundering? Um, no. Oh. They're not. Well, I'm just saying they're not doing that. I know who's not getting the cash is uh, the troops <clears throat> and the civilians. Mm-hmm. I know who is. It's the government officials. By the way, um, such a mature response uh, to Elon Musk's tweet yesterday from Vladimir Zelensky himself, who posted a poll on Twitter. And here is the question he asks. Which Elon Musk do you like more? One who supports Ukraine? One who supports Russia? What? I don't know. It's like a, a 12-year-old tweeting. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. So, so that was his tweet. because he tweeted out that we, you know, we come to some sort of agreement and stop the fighting and the killing and the destruction, he's now somehow oh, in yeah. favor of Russia. Oh, everybody out of the woodwork. Whoa, Putin sympathizer Elon Musk. Come on. <laughs> Nobody in their right mind is sympathizing with Vladimir Putin. Nobody is. Certainly not in the United States. Got to be some kind of nut job to side with Vladimir Putin. But we're siding with sanity and saying, hey, maybe we can bring this to an end. Is that possible? Anybody want to? All right, raise your hand if you're for peace. Man, wow. All right, 888-900-3393. Uh, use that number tomorrow, and uh, stay tuned for overtime. <laughs>